So guess what? Not even Blow Joe could stop us. We're back. Welcome back to the second season of It's Not A Man's World podcast. We had so much fun earlier this year. An excuse just to have a chat, to have a bitch, to have a moan. We thought, let's do it all over again, shall we? In 2020 is the year that you've got to have a podcast. If you don't, what are you doing? We've explored how men deal with relationships in the modern world, from that initial message of hello to developing a blossoming romance, all the way down to the times of sheer lust and desire, even though in 2020, let's be honest, for all of us, it's been a little bit more difficult to get yourself moist. The voices you'll hear come from, let's say, different measurements of the love thermometer. I'm Dan. I've been pretty much in relationships for the last 13 years. I've had my fair share of good and bad experiences along the way. I'm joined by my old university flatmate, Tom. I've known him for over 10 years, and he's currently still, yes, still facing the challenge of the ever-changing dating world. He would regard himself as properly single, and nothing has changed, unfortunately, since we've been away. This man is the Matt Hancock of the dating world. It goes really well until he opens his mouth. Tom, how are you, mate? <laughs> well, normally a Hancock situation is happening in my life, but um... you didn't want to be—you didn't want to be uh, linked with the Tory government, then. That was you going to say. We can't turn this political within. No, no, absolutely, absolutely not. Not, not the way they've dealt with this shambles. Three minutes of the first one back, we turn this political. Let's let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's move away from that. How you been doing, mate? I mean, we've we've had the opportunity to catch up. Um, yes. over the summer and see each other even though it's it's been a, a year in our lifetime like no other how have you been keeping busy you've been doing all right yeah yeah I've been doing okay mate it's as you say for everyone it's been a massive challenge and uh, it's one of those like where you where you think my god has that time passed like it's been well we were doing series one weren't we when we were first put into lockdown and now, um, actually, I've got something to show you. The, the listeners won't see this, but I want to show Dan this. Basically, over the last week or so, I've broken my bed. Okay. So, I'm currently, so I'm currently on the floor. Oh, how do you do? Do I want to know how you've done that? I'd like to say it's because I'm an absolute top shagger, but it's, it's, anything, it's further from the truth. I've just been sitting on my ass so much on my bed that it's eventually had enough and broken. You weren't so, having some Tom time, were you, when you broke it? No, 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 not at all, not at all. I tend to go to the park to do that. Um, no, that's a lie before before anyone asks any further questions. As the weather changes, is that that makes things surely a little bit more difficult to do outside, no? It does, it does. So it gives me a reason to buy a really super-duper new bed and to get some sort of love interest in there as well. There you go. There you go. Well, I look, forward, I look forward throughout the second season to keeping everybody up to date on not just the purchase of the bed, but trying to get that somebody into that bed. That would be the greatest achievement. Let's be honest, it's be a great achievement than getting a vaccine for what's going on at this moment in time. Um, how how has it been going with the with the apps, the game, the game? They're like twenty twenty. The game. It's difficult for everyone that would regard themselves as good at the game, but for someone like yourself who's um, bad at the game let's be indifferent honest. I was gonna go with indifferent at the game how's no, no, the no, game no. been come, going come on let's let's be honest piss poor let's let's <laughs> let's be real here but um yeah it's been it's been one of them strange ones really because I've used I've used the apps as I've spoken to you about in, in confidence and now we're airing it publicly but I've had the odd conversations that started well and then just completely petered off actually funny enough 
I mentioned to you that I put the podcast in, in my little bio saying, oh, I do a podcast about me. And that's a good start. It is a good line that gets in. But then once I explain the podcast, it all falls apart. So or they listen I'm to bl- it. <laughs> <laughs> I send them the link and then I never hear from them again. So I'm blaming you for that one. But so don't blame the production value. It's nothing to do with the production value. Trust oh, no, no, no. The production value is top glass. It's, it's what's said in between the production values, which causes the issues. Have you had any luck, like any conversations that could have materialised to what, what is a stereotypical 2020 first day, a walk around a cow field? <laughs> Minding the cow pats. Yeah, no, I've had, I've had a couple of conversations, but I think I've figured out a bit about myself where there was one which the girl was quite keen to meet up and we'd only been chatting for like about an hour in real time. This is about... 10, 20 messages to and fro, and I thought that just put me on a warning sign. I was like, nah, I don't want to do this. I don't know you. I've literally spoken to you for about an hour, and then I kind of shut it down pretty quickly, and I haven't spoken to her since. Are you saying she but, could have been a little bit? No, no, she could have been lovely for all I knew, but for me, I was like, okay, this is going too fast. I'm going to run away now. Thanks. Shake your hand. All the best. But virtually, of course. Don't do that in real life. But um, yeah, it's just, it's been strange trying to develop something online without sort of the opportunity to meet in real life. Because I think if you knew that it was like normal and you could go out and have a drink casually and it'd be fine, you'd be like, yeah, this is cool. We'll just keep chatting for a little while. But the fact that it's sort of, you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. It's like, do I go and meet you? Do, do I rush this? Do, does the pace of it suddenly pick up? Just not not sure what to do, to be honest. Well, I guess it's a good topic for the first episode back, for the second season of It's Not A Man's World podcast. Is it difficult? Is it almost impossible to find love during these COVID times, COVID-19 times? Um, Tom has fared indifferently during lockdown, or certainly we've seen the relaxation of things. And then in recent weeks, we've almost seen restrictions start to come back into force again which makes it things so uncertain as tom said you know not knowing what is just around the corner makes it very difficult to try and take a lovely lady or man to wildwood for a couple of courses of pasta and garlic bread when it is let's be honest actually difficult just to see your friends and family to organize things with friends and family is less than straightforward and sometimes there that's where your priorities are so anything else is is very difficult isn't it yeah, absolutely, mate. And when, when you haven't got a bed like me, then you have to decide what the priorities are. Do you do you spend time with your family? Do you shut them off and buy a bed and do things in it? Or do you actually go to the park and just see if you get doubly arrested? Do you, a, for not do you wearing try a something on the hardwood floor or something like that? Well, it is pretty hard. Well, there we go. We'll carry on. Um, and probably <laughs> by you saying that is a good is almost a good way to transition to what I was going to mention next. It's some brilliant advice different organizations committees were putting out during lockdown and and one of the best Mm -hmm. i saw i think it came out in august i don't know if you saw this this has come out since we last did a podcast the terence higgins trust published advice yeah highbrow stuff this for it's not a man's world podcast (laughs) really is the safe ways to have sex during a pandemic suggesting people should avoid kissing go full pretty woman on their ass wear a face covering and choose positions that aren't face-to-face during sex. The Terence Higgins Trust was telling you out there, just bend them over. (laughs) 
They say the advice hasn't changed much since then. Your best sexual partner during COVID-19 pandemic is yourself or someone within your household. So make sure that you're washing your hands, your face coverings. And the best bit is, is that the Terence Higgins Trust uh, says that what is most recommended, masturbation, this is where you, of course, come into your own, Tom, Olympic standard, Um, sex toys or having phone or online sex are recommended as the safest options. Oh dear! I mean, when will they come up with more stupid nonsense than that? If you if, if you've got to the situation where you're in a partnership where rumpy pumpy is um, a regular occurrence, you're not going to worry about socially distancing, are you? Let's let's be safe about this and just turn them over. <laughs> what the book or or them? Them. Yeah. Oh, them. Yeah. That lucky person. No, no, we want to make sure no. that we're not we're being nice and safe here. Let's just turn. Let's just turn them over. Don't look at no. me while we're doing it. I mean, that might be an excuse for some couples who don't actually like each other <laughs> at this stage. You know, we talked about um, potential breakups during COVID. Maybe that's one way of getting through it. Just don't look at their face and just do what you've got to do. Get do the business what you've done. Got to do. Uh, you well, should, that, that, that's a, that, you should put that on a t-shirt. That should be your calling card. No, I, I completely disagree with that. I mean, if, if someone's, I'd love to know someone who's actually followed that guidance for the last six months and see how depressed they actually are. I, I mean, imagine that. You get, you, you're getting that close to, to the real thing, but you go, no, sorry, turn around. Can't look at you. I just like the idea that during I mean, lockdown, the, these, these phone and online sex lines have done booming trades because it's been oh, recommended oh, that that's yeah, the safest way about going business. Oh, I bet they have. Could you imagine that? Do you think we can well, open just up, calling up we number. could open our own? Hello. Oh, give absolutely. Us, give us your yeah. online, give us your phone. So I'm, I'm ringing. I'm ringing. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, hang I'm on. A, hang I'm, on. I'm a lonely divorcee. My name's Trevor. I'm 45. The kids have left. <laughs> Trevor's back. Trevor's back. The kids have left with with Margaret. She's taking the kids. She's yep. taking everything. All I've got is the dog, and the dog doesn't really like me either, because I keep. I'm keeping all the sex toys and I'm masturbating all the time because that's what the Terence Higgins uh, committee well, or whatever that trust wor- are telling me to do. So I'm, I'm Trevor and I'm ringing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. First of all, I'm worried Trevor's sharing his sex toys with a dog. The <laughs> things. That's, that's, that's not right. That's not healthy in any sort of household whatsoever. Bring, bring, um, bring, bring. Bring, bring. <laughs> I'm on Hello, the big boy. <laughs> Hello, big boy. So, so, let's establish. Am I, am I ringing a guy or a girl? What's it? What's Trevor into? I could, I, I, I could be whatever. It doesn't matter. Trevor's well, I mean, just that's what, up I imagine that's what they offer on the phone lines. They offer whatever you want to be. That's why they're doing such booming trade during these difficult times. Do, do, do you reckon it's like the old days where it's like press one, press one, yeah. press two for a man, press three if you're in a park and you're confused, like those those sort of. Okay, options. so I'm ringing it. I'll go to the menu. You you do the menu, and then I'll tell you. All right, I'm pressing. Okay, okay, okay. Bring, 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 okay. bring. All right. Welcome to the extreme chat line. Press one if you're interested in talking to a woman. Mm. Press two if you're interested in talking to a man. Mm. Press three if you're confused and in a park. Press four. Press four. (laughs) Press four if you want more. (laughs) I think we're going to press. I'm going to press number one. Hello, big boy. What are you doing today? Hi, my name's uh, Trevor and uh, Margaret left with the kids uh, and uh, I'm lonely and, and I'd really like to meet someone but I, I was reading I'm reading up that actually having sex with somebody facing them at the moment 
it, it is really unsafe. The dog has stolen my sex toys, and I've got a bit of um, a bit of um, like speed burn on my because I've been so much. So I was just hoping that you could ring me and, and maybe just give me some company. Uh, can you call nine 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 and please leave me alone? <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> I mean, Trevor's in a desperate situation there. He is. Yeah, yeah. Don't put DP down there, basically. Is no, what you're saying. no, absolutely. Nah. Anyway, if you've, if, uh, we'd love to hear from you if you've rung any phone or gone online sex lines. Basically, if you know anybody that's a bit like Trevor, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Second season of the podcast again. You can either email us at it's not a man's world podcast at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at not a man's podcast. Tom, what you got for us next? Well, now that we've uh, spoken about the Terence Higgins Trust and the actual appropriate ways to uh, to have sex, we're going to take it a step back, first of all. And um, I'm going to talk about how to how to find the right partner in these times. If, now, if, if, if you can, basically. You've got to, you've got to oh, be, yeah, yeah. I think you've got to take, not risks, but you've got to be more open to different weird situations than you've ever been before, haven't you? While this year carries on and there's no sign of the new, well, we, they keep telling us the new normal, there's, there's no sign of kind of what we are used to coming back anytime soon, is there? Yeah, exactly that. I think if, when we're talking about precautions, this is this is another way of precautions, particularly if you want to date. So I had a quick read up with uh, Forbes magazine. Uh, they've come up with a, a few tips on how to date properly in this environment and make sure that you, the datee, feel safe as well. So some of the tips are a bit interesting, but I want to get your thoughts, Dan, when on what you think. It's a bit of a weird tip, but it says about being more selective and choosing a date based on the qualities that really matter to you. What really matters? What are we talking about? Because what you'd look for before size of did work their sandwich. Yeah. Now isn't arguably the priority. So you're looking for some yeah. that I don't know, probably as a second bedroom, a well, garden, definitely at this moment in time with the, the you know, they're having to socialize outside. A patio heater. Oh, imagine if you found someone with a patio heater, you'd be willing. A garden and a patio heater is the way to go at this moment in time. <laughs> I'd give them, I'd give yourself away to them. If you can stand outside and still be warm in these times, then you are on to a winner. We've spoken so, about this before. We spoke about this before. Do you necessarily really, really need to like the person you're going to get married to? <laughs> if they've Quite got everything point. you need patio heater good guard quality garden furniture hot tub things like this this is the kind of stuff that you know will get many a motor revving <laughs> i think we've raised some interesting points so far but i feel as always we are missing one key element until we, we introduce the other part of our podcast it's not a man's world podcast that is right she is back she is a little bit wiser right now legally she's the only person that i'm allowed to go anywhere near because of how things work in our capital london at this moment in time certainly she's the only person that i am allowed to mount i think the lines are blurred on that because technically i'm not sure if i was able to 
mount anybody else before. But certainly at this moment in time, Boris Johnson has dictated to me that she's the only person that I am allowed to mount. So from now on, that's the way we're going to go. Certainly for the remainder of 2020. Anyway, here's the girlfriend. I think me and Dan have survived lockdown okay. I think at the start, we found our feet. Like, we had to compromise on a few things, whether that be, you know, not having pointless phone calls at all hours of the day and, yeah, just communicating a bit more with each other because it's quite difficult when it's just the two of you. So you do rely on each other for a lot. I get, like, some people have bigger families, so they have more people to turn to. But I think when it's just the two of you in quite a small one-bed flat and it's where you eat, sleep and work, it's quite tough. But I think we've came out and come out okay. I do feel for people on dating apps and stuff like that, but what, what do you do now? You can't even go to each other's houses if you're like, obviously you're in a tier two or three. You can't go to each other's houses. You have to meet outside. You can't go to a restaurant or a pub. And now the weather's getting crap. It's very limiting on what you can actually do. So I think you probably can find love, but I don't think it's the sort of the honeymoon stage you get. None of my friends have had luck in this COVID world, I don't think. No one's getting their end away. No one's had... I'd, that's the thing. Maybe you can't find love in a COVID world because I don't know anyone that has got into a relationship this year. I'm trying to think, but I actually don't know anyone. I know... Some of my friends were dating, but that all sort of came to a halt when we went into lockdown. So, I don't know, maybe you can find love, but personally, I've, none of my friends have actually found love, sadly. What I would say to people searching for love is move to New Zealand. So we've been hearing there from the girlfriend. Good that we've been able to get her back for the second season. As you know, Tom, locked in negotiations between yes. the second season, whittled her down. Uh, on the ride. Uh, it's only a little bit of drink, a little bit of a tipple here and there that she likes. Still big on the cigars. Couldn't get couldn't get a get them off her. Well yeah that that was that was the tough part of the negotiations but I'm I'm glad we managed to reduce the gin. I think that was that was the deal breaker for us. Um interesting what she said there. I, yes. I didn't know anybody that's met during this year and have made it work. I mean it's can you find love? You go into it as open-minded as possible, but anybody that's got into something properly established this year, it is rare. I was, I was going to say, I haven't. I don't think I agree with the the girlfriend. I don't think I've heard of anyone who's got into something during this period. Um, I, I love her advice about, by the way, about going to New Zealand. I think that's a great shout. I mean, if 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 I could afford a, a twenty-four hour flight to New Zealand, I'd probably try it. Just do it for an episode. See how I get on. On Bumble or Tinder, New Zealand live stuff. from there. We'd have to get the timings right, so it'd probably be first thing in the morning for you, last thing at night for me. But we can make it happen. I love that you're already getting your head around the logistics. I, I, I like that. Yeah, lot. yeah. Look, let's make it happen. I'm. I will. I will travel anywhere across the world to find that love. And you know what? I've walked up and down that park, and I still haven't found anyone. So let's go to New Zealand. You got one of those like walk monitors on though, like Fitbit things. At least get your steps up. No, no, why would I do that? I do fat bit. It just it just locates me to my nearest pizza place or kebab shop and that'll do me. That's called your nose. Um, <laughs> the girlfriend's back also. Yes. For the second season. Got to bring a little bit of Dear Dumbass as well, haven't we? Where, Tom, what, do, what do we try and do with Dear Dumbass? We try and resolve the issues of the common man or woman or 
however you wish to identify yourselves in this modern world and make sure that you are in fact happy in your situation of love and these people are pretty common as well here we go yes uh, dear dumbass i'm so desperate to meet someone who's right for me i go through phases when i'm addicted to dating apps i got counseling help for it last year as it was making me <laughs> so bad but I've found myself back on them since lockdown. I'm a woman of 43. I have two oh, wow. children with my ex-husband, but they're old enough now to have their own lives, one in sick form, the other at uni. I've never felt loved by any man in the way that, I've, that I have loved them. I have lots of friends and I'm in a running group. I've got a fantastic family. It's just that one piece that's missing, a soulmate. Currently on five dating apps. They're all terrible. Most men just want sex or are married. Ooh. There you go. Scandal. Um, I'm beginning to question what's wrong with me. Do I say the wrong thing? You need to listen to what, what was it? Like the second or third episode of the first season. We spoke yeah. in detail about getting that, that first line right. Um, you're exactly. 43. You've got a couple of kids. Uh, 43, I think it's fair in saying that you're in a different part of your life, a different phase of your life so you'll certainly yeah but she's looking for what a lot of people want at this moment in time even though she's probably looking at a different age of man i think that's a crucial point is what is she sort of looking for on these dating apps is she looking for a younger man man of the same age older you know it, that may make a difference but i, I do sadly agree there in, in some aspects of these these dating apps People are looking for a bit of rumpy pumpy. They're not. They're not perhaps necessarily looking in the right intentions. Maybe um, for for and, and I don't know what it's like for people of that age range. I mean, it must be tough because you've lived your life, haven't you? In many ways, like if you've got two two kids as well. I mean, Christ. Are there any apps designed for an older? There must be. There must be like Sun Life dating app or something like that. Maybe she's putting too much pressure on herself to get that sort of Disney Disney marriage. Isn't that written. what dating apps still remain to be, though, for people? Like, it's like you can't seriously have a proper go at someone. Well, it, it depends on, on the individual, doesn't it? So people will look at it in completely different ways. You know, you look at Twitter, some people just use it to to abuse people, whereas some actually use it to get information about the world and, and build friends. It's probably the same dating apps. A lot of people use it for a bang. Some use it to make friends. Um, so yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough one. I mean, I think what I'd be worried about if I was that age and I had kids is that I'm on there for so long that my kids actually appear on them, and because you're all so close to each other and your locations on, you start swiping and you, you see your son or daughter. You gotta, you, yeah, you got to be careful with the with the uh, the age range, haven't you? Did did, it, did I ever tell you that I um I saw my cousin on a date app once? Oh, that that one. That was weird. How did the date go? Oh, yeah, it went wonderfully. We went to the park and um, we got a Playboy bag and it was beautiful. <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was, that was, that almost, that also almost deleted the app for good at that moment. Because, yeah, that's, that's just wrong. They said London was a big city, hey? <laughs> Small world. Not if you're Tom Taylor. Small world. So we got, we got a little bit of advice for her. I think, Remain patient, be a little bit more. I think yeah. there's there seems to be a, a for her a scattergun approach. Apps she's, yes, she's, yeah. she's addicted to them. No, no, 
Now, what she's doing is she's feeling sorry for herself with a little bit of bit of hard love here, a little bit of. But I think she's feeling yeah. sorry for herself. It's the scattergun approach. She needs to be far more selective. And there are certain apps that are far more tailored and appropriate for what she's looking for. Mm-hmm. But also, I think she needs to be a little bit actually less hard. I think, yeah, less hard on herself, but less hard on the people that she's talking to. I don't think you can have a go at anyone that's in their 40s that may have been through a unsuccessful relationship that is now on apps. Because a lot of people at that age, 40s, 50s, 60s, you talk, you hear from them, they, they, at their point, they just want to have a little bit of fun anyway. And that's the way that everyone is communicating at this moment in time. Wendell, you are so wise and so worldly that you've come up with, I think, the right solution there. Give it a bit of time. You know, open your expectations a bit. Don't narrow them so much. And I must admit, holding my hand up, um, not for radio, but for on screen, guilty of that at times, being a bit narrow-minded in sort of your expectations on these dating apps. But yeah, you've got to be a bit more open and you never know. Sometimes the best things come out of blue. So stay positive, stay open. Good luck to your girl. I spoke to a couple of mates who were recording the first episode uh for the podcast back for the second season and they're like it is amazing winter is coming potentially another lockdown is coming you watch the guys scramble you see guys scramble to try and get something (laughs) lined up before none of us were allowed to see each other in person ever again they are scrambling trying to get somebody to bend over to safely do them during these pandemic ridden times uh, before we are probably stuck in a full lockdown for what could be coming over the next uh, couple of weeks. So it's certainly a short-term lockdown. That's certainly what they're suggesting anyway. Sorry, do you think we need a slogan for for safe sex at this time? Because, you know, we've got like face, space, whatever the other bit is, because I don't pay attention anymore to what they say. Can we come up with a, a three-part slogan for, for safe sex using the... Terence Higgins Trust, the dating advice from Forbes, and then our general advice. Do you think we can come up with something quickly? Well, I think I think the first part, Boris would be at the podium and he would look down the yeah. lens of the camera to the nation. And I think the first word that would have to come out of his mouth would be bend. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Bend. 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 Okay. Okay. Bend. That's a good start. So bend, maybe twist. Or turn, so you're turned away. What about bend, turn, lay? What about bend, bubble, pork? <laughs> bend, bubble, pork. Is that yeah. what we're going for? You can just see Boris now, Perfect. couldn't you, with uh, flanked by Professor Chris Whitty and Sir Patrick Valance <laughs> just before Chris goes to his slides. And tells us about the numbers and the cases and shows us his laughs. <laughs> Boris would look down the lens and he would say, we're at a different phase of getting our country back on its feet. We have, def- we have found a vaccine. We have defeated this horrible virus. It is we must now- have sex yet. It is time now to bend, to bubble and to pork. Oh, I mean, that would probably be the most rousing speech he's given in the last year. 
Could you could you imagine Chris Whitty going? Well, you know, uh, the the bend bubble pork approach is something that's really working well. We've seen an uprise in safe sex. And well, I mean, certainly are... an uprise in something. We've got the best people <laughs> stage working on this, and they say that the bubble and the pork is unsafe. But certainly, the bend part, we know, we know, works well. <laughs> the bend actually saves lives. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, honestly, who'd have thought all these years later that doing doggy would potentially save thousands of lives? Don't feel groggy, do doggy. There you go. There's, there's, an, there's another conservative government slogan to get you get you through this. Oh, Christ. Well, I'll pay them. I'll pay for the marketing, mate. It's a good comeback, mate. It's been a hell of a few months. Uh, sod it. It's been a hell of a it year. Really has. But we're back and hopefully bringing a little bit of enjoyment to your life. Next week, we'll be discussing no strings attached relationships. Really, can it work? I mean, certainly at this moment in time, there'll be a concern about it, but you might be talking to someone, planning a little bit of something for the other side of, a, of lockdown, and maybe a little bit of Ben bubble pork. But can you do that no strings attached? Does it truly work? Can you go full mumbo number five a little bit of monica in your life a little bit of erica by your side a little bit of rita is all i need a little bit of tina is what i see a little bit of sandra in the sun a little bit of mary all night long these i imagine these were all no strings attached because his diary must have been absolutely full if it was good enough what about poor jessica oh yeah a little bit sorry i got the lyrics off my phone and i oh a little bit <laughs> Jessica, here I am. Yeah, sorry, sorry, am. sorry Jessica. If, if it's good enough for Louis Baker, can it work for you? We're going to discuss that on next week's episode. We'll be back next Friday for the second episode of our new second season, if it's not a Man's World podcast. Catch us on Acast, Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe, rate and review the podcast if you can. Get in touch in all the normal ways. We'll leave Tom to take care of the pork. I'll take care of the bend and a little bit of bubbling in the middle as well. Until next week, stay safe out there and we'll see you very soon. Oink, oink. <laughs>